This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Attention Carriage House members, Rana here to tell you all about Anchor.fm. Anchor is the fabulous app that we use to create our podcast. And let me tell you something, you can use it to create a podcast of your own. It's totally free. They have these terrific creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, if you're that sort of person. I have a staff, excuse me. And now you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes, which is pretty fabulous. The possibilities are totally endless. So download the free Anchor app now or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Kiss, kiss. All right, yeah, we got just... You okay, Rana? Yeah, I'm fine. Well, you know what? I had to do a quick 20-minute Peloton before we started this because I needed to be caught... I felt I had to be caught up on Cody's classes. Rana, I told you... I mean, I interviewed the guests on this show, too. Yeah. And That's it would true. have really that been nice... That is mostly true. It would have been nice to have seen Cody <laughs> in his element, like I had requested... Uh, and so if I don't you know- want to see Cody in his element, go to his Instagram. He's got a picture of himself in a speedo, hanging over a swimming pool. And if that's not, thought- if that's not him in his element, I don't know what is. What's he hanging from? A fence in Fire Island. Oh, got it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. He looks fabulous. Um, well, anyway, I, I, it would have been nice to have taken the class, but I understand if you're, if you. Yeah. Um, well, we have a lot we have to get to before we get to that tonight. No, so I know. We'll Jovina let yeah. me in probably anyway, so I'll just figure it out. Well, I'll know if she has, because I'll know my seat's been adjusted, and that's not really what I'm that interested Rana, in. Rana, can I, can I actually broach this with you very quickly? If it's an HR question, we really should handle it offline. Well, it sort of is. I, she's not speaking to me right now, Jovina. What? She's not speaking to me. What do you mean? I kind of, I feel badly. I do. Um, what did you do? I so she gave me a massage the other day, um, <laughs> which I asked her. You know, which I ask her to do every now and then. Yeah, she's like Kimberly Guilfoyle. You wanted to massage your thighs. Exactly. Yeah. And look, your th- thighs are that they get very tight, very sensitive, and full of lactic acid. I understand. They do, and I guess there is a foam roller though. But yeah, go on. Yeah. So anyway, so that was going on and um, it started feeling a little too good. Oh. Yeah. Oh. 
And so I, I screamed at her and told her I was going <sighs> to file a lawsuit and to get out of there before I really raise a ruckus. You blame, you became aroused and you blamed her. Is that what you're telling me? She was working on my calves and it just came out of nowhere. And you blamed her for that? Yeah. Well, who Poor else yet. am I supposed to blame? Poor Yadvina, she can't win. She's too good at her job and so you screamed at her? I just didn't think it was going to feel that good. You and know so what, I Brian? told her she better watch her step. Okay. And now she's not talking to me, just so you well, know. Well, good for her, by the way. We'll be, we'll be lucky if she doesn't bring a lawsuit against us. Excuse Why me. Why would she do that? Because you harassed her by becoming aroused. She was working on your calves, something yeah. complete, which, by the way, is outside of the scope of her responsibility to begin with. But she was I'm, working on your calves, and you decided to take that or feel a certain way about that, and that is not what she intended. And so there she is, you know, in a compromising position that she thought was professional, and now you have turned it into something else. And she may have felt threatened. Maybe she's scared of you. Maybe that's why she's not talking to you. Does she like Tito's? Vodka? Yeah. Uh, well, Tito's is a potato vodka, isn't it? Because it's gluten-free. Mm-hmm. It's gluten-free. Oh, yes. Yes, it is gluten-free. That's right. So does that mean it's a potato vodka? She only drinks potato vodka. I'll double check, but I think you're right, Ron. I she didn't think about Chopin. it like that. She likes You could get her a bottle of Chopin. Okay. I'll but do that. Maybe I'll get her- it's more than Tito's. Oh, it is? Yeah. You know, I don't love Tito's personally. Can I borrow your phone or wallet? Excuse me? Oh, you want to use my Apple Pay? Well, I don't. I figure if we're both going to go <sighs> in on a gift for her. We're not then, going in. You know what? This is absolute. Okay, the point Michigas. is, Michigas. That's what point, we call this, Michigas. The point is, I think I see nonsense what you're in Yiddish. I will apologize to her, which I hadn't considered it the way you had described, but I understand now. You thought it was her fault that you became aroused, and she owed you an apology for that. Yeah. It's funny when someone breaks something down <laughs> that then you see it a different way. So you're right. I shouldn't have screamed at her. So I'll get her some, one of maybe with those mini bottles of Chopin or get her one of those or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think a mini bottle of Chopin will probably do the trick. She okay. can drink that in her tassel on her way home from work after she has to talk to you again. Okay. Uh, what a fabulous episode we had last week. Uh, Speaking of cocktails and comedy, Mr. No Paul Fink, which was so, we had so much fun talking to him. Oh, he's the best. And a couple of people have sent us the drinks. If you want to send us more about, where are our Brian and Ron at cocktails? We want to know. We're waiting for those. Yeah, we're waiting for those. He was so funny, smart, stylish. He's Great all those mood. things. Great mood. He's a real mood booster. He is. One. He yeah. is. He was so fabulous, and I thought he gave terrific advice. Excuse me. He was great. Uh, And what else is going on with us? We have some fabulous comments here that I want to get to. A little bit of business. Well, first of all, we're weeks away from an election. Yeah. So get out there and V-O-T-E. And by the way, if you haven't voted already, a lot of people are mail-in voting or early voting. And the people that have voted already have earned the right to wear their iCoffee and voted stickers. Correct. Which are coming with the... So now when people order the coffee... So we always put a little something in the bag. We have the cute kiss kiss stickers and this and that. And for this month or so leading up to the election, we have put the coffee and vote initiative stickers in the bag. And they're really as cute as can be. 
Yes. But now the iCoffee and voted stickers are there. And those are for people that that have already voted, like an iVoted sticker. And by the way, I think everyone can pretty much vote now. So you might as well do it so you can wear your sticker even faster. Get it over with. Send us a picture of you enjoying a cup of coffee and with or just of your iCoffee and voted sticker. We're excited to see it. But those are free in the bag. So askronacoffee.com, of course. And if people subscribe, as you know, I say, I'd rather be looking at it than looking for it. Three dollars off each bag. The shipping is always free on domestic coffee orders. They can cancel it anytime. Excuse fabulous. me. Fabulous, but Ronnie, the stickers are down. really cute. They're so I, cute. I have to say, Nick really did a fabulous job on these stickers. That's Nick. The, the Yale education. You can really feel it on these stickers. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah you can. It's written all over there. Yeah, <laughs> Rana, I have a question. Oh, what? So many questions today. I just, I don't know what we're going to do because now that the CDC is not recommending trick-or-treating, I don't know what we're going to do. Well, that's probably good for us because what it means is I won't stock up as much on the candy. And you know I like to try all of the candies before that's Halloween. That's true. But probably, But those children are going to come crawling through your door if you don't do something, Rana. Well, you're right. You know what I might do? Hmm. You, re- you make a really good point, Brian. What I might do is I'll probably still put out my king size Snickers. Oh, right. I forgot. That's your thing. Yeah. But what I might do is maybe what I'll do is I'll Ziploc them individually. Okay. So that people can feel, because you know, you can get those little Ziploc snack uh, size. Yes. Which is not quite a king size. I'll have to figure it out. But maybe right. if I can individually uh Pass them out. That way, the parents can feel a little bit safer about whatever's going on inside the bag. Maybe Nick could design a Ziploc that would fit a king-size Snicker. I'm sure he could, but that's not really a terrific use of his time. Oh, okay. We have him on a lot. We have him on Ronica already. I mean, Ronica's uh, around the corner. I can't wait. I already have some ideas, Ronica. Do you? Are you making your list? I am. I'm delighted to hear that. Because really, we need to be, I mean, ready to go. There was so much anticipation over Ronica. We kind of sprung Ronica on them last year. Yes, we did. And so we've got to take it to another level. And, and by the way, it's because the kiki different... was so popular, the COVID kiki. So yeah. popular. I already yeah. am forming an experience for one of my things. That's really? Co- that could be COVID-ish. Fabulous. Yeah. I love we'll to see. hear that. But I'll probably still put my the king size stickers out. Okay. They'll just be individually wrapped. And then children can either come in the costumes or not in their costumes and they can uh, pick them up. Well, I'm blacking out the carriage house and I'm staying under my covers until that night is over. Because if one person knocks on my door, I will be so rattled. I don't know what I'm going to do. What? <laughs> and I certainly gonna... can't pass out candy. Why are you going to be, you don't have to pass it out. They can snatch it themselves. Hopefully no, but Rhonda, then I have to gloves. get the candy. How many kids do you think will go as first responders and doctors this year? I bet well, they scr- better all. I bet scrubs are going to be a popular costume this year. They better all do it as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. We could use a little thank you. Excuse me. That's, that's right. F- that's fallen by the wayside a little. Certainly Speaking has. Speaking of costumes for Halloween, yes. are you working on yours? I am. I've I've only recently started. Um, I'm either going to be, I forget her name, the villain, Mrs. Something, who haunts uh, Mrs. DeWinter, because we're reading Rebecca for the Book Club mm-hmm. by Daphne du Maurier. Or, I mean, the problem is if I were Laurence Olivier- or whatever that got, Mr. DeWinter, I sort of exactly look like him right now, so it would be sort of like not yeah. much, you know? Yeah. Well, Brian, sort of- ha- Brian has promised to come for our October book club on Patreon. We're That's reading right. 
uh, Rebecca by Daphne DeMaria, as you said. And Brian has committed to coming in costume to the book club. And I think Cynthia and I will come as characters also. And I got to get a leg up on this book because, listen, I can't just go to a costume store. They're not open. I have to 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 get And you gave all your wigs away. (sighs) Didn't you? I did, and I'm, and I have to go through that inventory and ask for one of them back. You're gonna have to put a whole like bucket of talcum powder in your hair to make it white, or something like that. <sighs> or maybe a little silver spray. Yeah. I don't know. This You'll is, figure it out. I'll probably be a just project. come as as like a groundskeeper or an undertaker or something. Like That's that. fun. But I don't know who I'm gonna be yet because I haven't read the book. But I'm looking forward to that, and then I'll come in costume, and Cynthia can come in costume also. Sure, sure. So that'll be on October 30th on Patreon. So that's this a real Friday, sauna we have privileges our... situation. Also, I'll say it again, Rana, because we haven't said it enough. We're verified. We're effing verified. So oh, follow us on second. Ask Rana. We have to, I know we have, we put out a post and we thanked people and we've mentioned it here and there. We have to take a moment and say yeah. two, say a couple of things. Okay. One is, thank you, thank you, thank you. We could not have done it without the enthusiasm of the carriage house and the people in the carriage house. That is true. Special shout out to the Hoffman sisters. Who, uh, by the way, who are nothing like the Bronfman sisters. Well, we don't know for sure. They might be just. <laughs> we might. They might be just like the Bronfman sisters. Oh, I was so bored on that. You know what? Do you want to know? My They're least? just filling time now. It's driving me crazy. Well, that, you know whose fault it is? It's Netflix's fault because they did that making of a murderer, and it was twenty-seven episodes, so twelve bloated. episodes. Yeah, and that should have been four episodes tops as well. Couldn't agree more. And so then everybody said, oh, people will watch anything if they're interested in the topic. And so now HBO Max is making documentaries that are like that McMillions or whatever it was. That should have been way too long. An hour and a half. Yes. I I couldn't even keep going with that. It got, it just got like, there were like three episodes of that that had no point. I compare everything to that now because it was so bloated. And now they're doing the same with this vow, which was the first couple episodes were fun. But if they had just... I also keep thinking about how it's not Wild Wild Country, which if people didn't watch that, Ugh, they have to go back. That is that one of the best right. documentaries done Could in the last not 10 years. agree. More. Because, because by the way, there's only one Sheila. There's only one Sheila. And they had terrific footage. They didn't just have Max camera. Yes. Yeah. Did, but, you, uh, did you watch this new Netflix thing, American Murder? Is that the one about Chris Watts or whatever? Yeah. Oh, you knew who he was? Yes, because I remember with his wife, Shanann. Not Shannon, but Shanann. Shanann. Yes. yes. Th- that's I, remember exa- I never when had that heard case, of the story. Oh, yes. I remember when that case happened, and he was caught relatively quickly. But what's fun about him is you get to see what an absolute psychopath he is in that footage. Psychopath. And you don't. At the beginning, like truly after the first 10 minutes, I was like, maybe he didn't do anything. And- then as it all unravels, you're just well, that horrified. is really bone chilling because the idea that a, bone per- chilling, a that's person right. can lead you to believe a certain thing and that you would, of course, that you would believe them. And then when the truth comes out, it's really bone chilling. And it's more horrifying than you could ever imagine. I have been watching uh, a fabulous documentary on Netflix. I've only seen the first, there's four, it's four episodes. I've only seen the first one. And so I'm excited to watch the rest. But you know, I've been very interested in East Germany lately. Sure. And which is not something I've paid a ton of attention to in the past. But um, sure. that Katrin Benhold, who's a terrific reporter for the New York Times, has been doing an amazing series about how Nazism and white supremacy has infiltrated the German armed forces. And that they now, yes, that they sort of didn't think that they had a problem. They thought everything was fine. And now they realize they have a 
institutional insidious problem in the trying to figure it out. But she's done an amazing mm. series of articles in the New York Times that people should check out. Oh, I want to see this documentary and read these articles. So this documentary has a terrible, it's it's German, but it's a terribly translated it to some stupid name called like the perfect crime or something like that. Okay. Uh, but it's about when Germany is reunified in 1991 and they hire this guy to basically fix the East German economy. And he to sort of bring them up to speed. And he's this right. incredible industrialist in Germany. Just this absolute success story. I mean, I don't even know who we would compare him to here. And he they hire him and he's assassinated because it becomes this incredibly controversial thing. And so the question is, mm. who assassinated him? Was he being protected? Was he not being protected? Et cetera, et cetera. But fabulous so far. Oh, I will absolutely watch it. I just want to say this about the vow. I'm sorry this became a vow conversation, but I just want to say this. I keep going back in my mind to the moment where Sarah, who I can't stand. Who I love. Of course you do. Because <laughs> you like anyone that is giving a totally self-possessed she's, performance. She's absolutely giving a performance, and I love every second of it. You love a soap opera actress. I do. Yeah. I do. And that yeah. this show, as you have said before, is full of them. Totally. Yeah. When she goes into the Vancouver Center to close the Vancouver Center. Oh, and she makes the cameras come? She she walks in to pick up her folders or whatever. The Vancouver Center, by the way, is, you know, two two rooms they rented in 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 an office building. She comes in and she says to the two poor people that are working I know. that, That was hard to watch. Who? obviously had been working at a grocery store and paying the Nixium dues for who knows how long. Who were these two? And who two, the day before she had been saying something completely different to them and then totally. just, it felt two so weird. broken yeah. people who felt that they needed to be in a cult. Yeah. Who she had pied piped in to get them to help out. You know she wasn't paying them and they were paying her because that's yep. the whole idea. It's a Ponzi scheme. Yep. And she comes in and she says, I disavow this thing, and and, I didn't and like from that. now on, it is. You, and if you keep doing it, it's your responsibility, and it's not mine anymore. And you just think to yourself, how dare you? I agree. She was com- she was complaining. Remember, she was supposed to start making money after a year, and then it was eighteen months, and with the sashes and the this and the that. And you know that she had done nothing. And the, and by the way, she's driving around in a Range Rover and they have this nice apartment. Where did that money come from? Certainly not Nippy's acting career or hers. It came from the Ponzi scheme of them selling people into this thing. I They're thought that was a well. really unfair moment. And I hadn't thought awful. about that. They are living well. But that was a really unfair awful. moment to those poor people when she did that. That just seemed, I, that rubbed me the wrong way too. She only cares about her experience. She doesn't care about anyone else's experience. And I ha- what about when her kid, she's she's all caught up in the drama. You'll have to watch him. You'll have to take him away right now. Ba, 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 ba. I know, and acting like... I mean, truly, she's she's like I'm Aaron Brockovich is what is what this performance has become. Yeah, but she's not unraveling a thing. Everyone else has done all the work, and she's just <laughs> on a phone tree, trying sure. to get people to quit. Sure, I'm sure. watching her on speakerphone for six more episodes. Okay, I don't think so. It was Should brave of her to episodes. do that article, though. I thought. Yeah, but she's not the only one quoted in the article. No, no. Catherine Oxenberg waiting for the article. To How? Come Fabulous is Catherine Oxenberg. What about that wall of crucifixes? 
in her house. I cannot get enough of her. And I, I love her mother and I love that they didn't speak for decades. Yes. Oh, and them <laughs> in the car together was incredible. So great. Yeah. If you're wondering how that happened, what those relation, how those relationships happened. Unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. Read out comments and follow-ups that yes. we have to, we've got to go because we have an incredible guest. We that. certainly do. Okay. Yeah. Amy otherwise gives us five stars. Excuse me, go on Apple Podcasts, rate, review, five stars only. And you know what? Just because we're verified uh, doesn't yep. mean we don't need people to follow us. We need you to follow us so that we can communicate with our audience and we can just keep bringing you the best content possible. But please, we love being verified. We but do. please, please uh, follow us. And also, I do have to say this. Ron but not personally verified, Brian. So if you think your work is done, it's not. None of our work is ever done, which is why- The show is verified. To... I'm not. How do you think that makes me feel? I mean, you know, Rana, I, 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 not great. And I'm not going to do my swipe up video until I can personally swipe up. Please follow out Rana Glickman Thank and you. please verify her. It doesn't make a lick of sense. How could the show be verified, but me personally not verified? I hope the on Hoffmans my gorgeous Instagram where I'm making muffins and I'm showing uh, the books that I'm reading and my trips. Oh my trips god! I'll never go forget. On. This was a while ago, but I'll yeah. never forget when you posted that ice cream sandwich with that polka dot paper. Oh yeah, I Belmond, mean that was a while ago. Belmond Encanto. Fabulous. God, yeah. that was so nice. Yeah. Oh, we got yeah. back to that. Okay, go on. Rana Glickman's got to get verified. Okay, Amy Otherwise. Despite being a comedy podcast, Rana and Brian's advice is very thoughtful Excuse and nuanced. Rana, <laughs> Rana is sharp as a tack, while Brian is just hilarious, adorable, and the perfect foil to her witty insights. Ask oh, Rana's now, always entertaining. Yeah. Now we know why you're reading this one. Formative. Brian's perfect. Rana's a clown. <laughs> That's not what it said. It said yes, you're thoughtful and nuanced and sharp yeah. as a tack. Yeah. Askron is always entertaining and informative with a dash of the most delicious escapism. User Boydy Bunny says, I can hardly find the words. Gives us five stars and says, oh my God, this podcast is amazing. Rana is the best parts of my favorite aunt without the drug abuse. Oh. And Brian <laughs> is the sensitive yet erratic drama student I used to write fan fiction about in high school. Excuse words, me. Wow. Words I'd can't like to read it. <laughs> me too. Words can't describe <laughs> the genius of their advice and their spot on humor. I've never heard a word of this show that wasn't completely and utterly correct. Five stars. Excuse Fab. me. Now that's my kind of review. And lastly, SVMAD gives us five stars and writes, Candid. Actually, Rana, will you read this one? Candid. Cultivated. Coffee. And Brian, for the sake of brevity, excuse me, I will say this. Unparalleled advice, imitable grace, and flawless taste. XX, kiss, kiss. Did you write that one, Rana? No. I wouldn't okay. have said imitable. I would have said inimitable. Inimitable. That's yeah. true. That's but true. Pretty good. All right. There's one more thing here, and then we're going to go straight to our fabulous guest. Fabulous. Which is a five-star review, excuse me, from someone called Chicago Shopping Addict. Okay? Fabulous. She writes, I had to write this review the minute I heard the coffee stories have gone down on Instagram, which is true. We're barely getting any coffee stories anymore. I'm so depressed about it. I know. 
I deactivated my Instagram the week I received my Ask Rana Coffee in the mail after watching the terrifying Netflix documentary, The Social Something or Other. And I regret- The Social Dilemma. <laughs> I love, she can't remember the day, but she just yeah. went right off. And I regret it solely because I am now unable to spread the word about the world's finest, that's in all caps, coffee podcast conglomerate you can subscribe to. I recommend a subscription to both. I think she talked about the, co- the coffee. Yeah. Since I no longer have Instagram to give me a sneak peek into Rana and Brian's carriage house slash main house antics, I've been so, well, that's ridiculous. Everyone knows you can lurk on Instagram. You don't have to be a member. That's true. They could still be looking at our account. That's true. Uh, I've been sourcing my extra laughs and coffee tips from the Patreon comments. And I have to say, I love the feeling of exclusivity and intimacy there. Perhaps that makes me more of a Rana. Not to mention, there's something. There's nothing more luxurious than a pour over of shades of vanilla on a crisp autumn Chicago morning. Excuse Ooh. me. Except maybe a Negroni on a crisp Marblehead evening. But what do I know? Kiss, kiss, X, Shazia. Well, she should be drinking a Negrana, as we all know. Of course, but you know. But look, listen, none of these people are perfect. Life. They're doing the best. That's true. All right. We have a fabulous guest. I have to say a quick thank you to Shani Wolf, who is the one that really made this happen and really helped my relationship with Cody get to the intimate level that it is now, you know, where, where really I can with confidence say he is my Peloton instructor. I love that. Thank you, Shani. I love that. Um, Without further ado, I've been talking about him for months. Will he and Brian hit it off? We're going to find out together. Ladies sure. and gentlemen, Cody. Kathy Rigby. <laughs> Cody Rigsby. We should get Kathy Rigby. Uh, but she, I haven't seen her around. She's great. <laughs> she's American hero. <laughs> and then we'll get, uh, when she's done, we'll get Dorothy Hamill. Great. All <laughs> okay. the big, all the, all and the she, The Hamill Camel. She's going to tell us how to do the Hamill Camel. I would love to learn. Okay. Brian. Rana. I've got to tell you about a hot new podcast that you and I are both going to be appearing on. Excuse me. We're going to be on the second episode on October 22nd. Excuse me. Our absolute fave, Aden Marine, pardon me, mm-hmm. is back with her fabulous iHat Radio podcast, Will You Accept This, Rose? I'm excited for this season, Rana, because The Bachelorette's like not 21. I think she's like 38, 39, That's which is right. she's much more pay- interesting. Past her prime child-bearing years. There's no question about it. So the stakes are higher than ever (laughs) for this year's Bachelorette. But will will you accept this, Rose? Aden does all the shows because she's been doing it for a couple of years now. But she does The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, all the franchises. Bachelorette just started. That's the right. The podcast is starting right after that. It's from October 15th is the first episode. We are going to be on the second episode. We She has had all kinds of amazing celebrity guests on and people we know and love like Paget Brewster. Excuse me. Lauren Lapkus. Excuse me. Uh, we know Rob Benedict, Beverly D'Angelo, Nikki Glazer, Debbie For- Ryan, Fortune Lance Bass. Fortune Feimster. Fortune, Fortune Feimster, Thomas Middleditch. You name it. They've all been on there. And it feels like you're hanging out with a bunch of friends while they get into the hot details of the Bachelor franchise. Yeah. Listen, you may have other choices in Bachelor podcasts, but not one that's this funny. 
Couldn't agree more. They legitimately love the show. Arden legitimately loves it, so it's oh, fun yeah, to Oh, yeah, she's to. very into it. And of course, everyone should buy her new book that just came out, Little Miss Little Compton. Correct. Uh, but every Thursday uh, during the season of The Bachelorette, you should listen to Will You Accept This Rose on iHeartRadio. Fabulous. We're all recording. Rana. Wait a minute. We're all recording. Wait We're all minute. taking deep breaths. This is... We're all having two glasses of water. I have to tell you, Rana, this might have been the hardest get yet. We're having two glasses of water before we start this, which is how we start every day. Excuse me. Excuse okay, me. Okay, okay. This has been, this guy's busy. It's just that simple. Rana, we have had some pretty A-list people on that show. This might have been the hardest get. You know, there's people that are famous and there's people that are having a moment and this and that. But this this guy is like a total quarantine king. This is a person that in quarantine... He was sure. already people were people were paying attention. People were paying attention. But during quarantine, you want to talk about skyrocketing? Because everyone is stuck in their goddamn houses. That's and if right. You, and if you're lucky enough to have a Peloton, excuse me. And really you, some people are, and some people, if they're lucky enough to get two, should just go ahead and get two and put one in a carriage house. Well, that's what, my you know. Well, I you, well, we're gonna talk about that with him because this is the new Peloton. Has the screen that turns. Has the screen that turns. And okay. and why wouldn't anybody want that? Of course, because now you can do the, the boot camp. We'll get into it. We're going to get into it. Oh, we won't get into it. But the point is this. This guy has just been, I don't know how he does it. And on top of that, he does his own little advice thing. He does his own little XOXO Cody where people can write into him and ask him his own questions. Oh, that's nice. My very... Favorite and personal Peloton instructor, excuse me. Not Kathy Rigby, the gymnast. <laughs> Not Kathy Lee Gifford, the broadcaster. Should we call her that? Nope. The entertainer. I mean, technically, yeah. <laughs> Cody Rigsby's here with us today. Hello, hello, Hi, hello. Cody. Hi, booze. How are we doing today? Oh, Is Cody. that how you start your classes? <laughs> Actually, how I end my classes typically, well, maybe sometimes I start with a high boo, but I typically, well, I say bye boo, and then there's high boos. So usually you end with a bye bye boo. It's usually a bye boo. Yes. See, there we go. And um, usually they always, someone makes a lame ass joke about Eleanor Rigby as well. So you guys hit it. You hit a lot of different celebrities. We're not Beatles people. I'm I'm not either. Did you know? Cody, have you ever heard Aretha Franklin's cover of Eleanor Rigsby? Rigby, isn't it? Rigby, though? There's no S. That's what I'm saying. Oh, Rigby. Excuse me. Yes, Eleanor Rigby. No, um, no, I have not. She does it in the first person. I'm Eleanor Rigby. It's unbelievable. And she changes (laughs) everything into the first person. You got to change it. Very Aretha. That's very Aretha, you know? Like, you know, diva. Diva extraordinaire. Let's let's just forget about Peloton for a second. And let's talk about something that Brian is going to love, which is dear Cody here, dear Eleanor here, has, was a backup dancer for some of the greatest divas that ever lived. And he doesn't mind dishing on it a little bit. So wow. if, in one of his classes, he said he did a class where he said, oh, this is my playlist. I've worked with all these people that were on, the, were on this playlist. And I'm going talking- to tell you what I thought of them. I'm going to tell you who was nice, and I'm going to tell you who wasn't nice. And I know Brian wants to know that. I just we're know. talking Katy Perry, Nicki Minaj. All you've danced for all of them. 
Yeah, I mean that was my that was my gig before I got into that was my gig before I got into fitness. Don't be getting me in trouble, y'all. Don't be getting me in trouble. But I mean, I guess I got myself in trouble, right? Because like I already dished on it. In my... You're getting yourself in trouble every two minutes. Who are you this kidding? This is true. This You're is a true. mischief maker, and you just I... get on you get on that bike and you say whatever you want, and it's un, it's outrageous to me. I can't believe that. The, and they seem to enjoy it at the Peloton company because aren't you the head of fitness or something? The director of cycling, yes. She's worked herself up from a novice into a director over the past six years. Congrats. Who was your favorite wow. person that you danced for? And then you can tell me your favorite bar mitzvah that you danced at. Uh, true story. I have danced at bar mitzvah. Of course Would you have. Would any of the moms or dads yeah. ever hook up with any of the dancers at the bar mitzvahs? I, I mean, look, everything happens everywhere. That's true. Yeah. I personally, that did not happen. Everyone has everyone has a price. I don't, I don't know what Cody's this is. This is true. This everyone is true. has a price. Yeah. This is true. Yeah. Everyone does have a price. Well, now I want to hear about the backup dancing. Yeah, oh, but tell us dancing. who your favorite was. Tell us what your favorite gig was. Like, okay, like I did the Victoria's Secret show twice, and that was an amazing experience. R.I.P. because I don't think it's on the air anymore. Oh, I, I, think I, it's, don't I think it's Yeah, gone. I think we're they taking a couple it. years off of that. Yeah. We are. Yeah. And, and, this yeah. G- and these gigs were like almost a decade ago, if I'm aging myself. But uh, they were just really cool. Like, it's such a production. The floor, oh my God, the floor for Katy Perry. I don't know if it was Nicki Minaj, but Katy Perry, the floor was just glitter. And so we got to play, like... We would like specifically get into the choreography so we could like lift the glitter up and feel the fantasy. It was everything. How and the long models did it- were so nice. Like the models were so nice. I could not say the same about Katy Perry. Sorry, girl, just the truth. You were not a nice you just weren't nice. She was a nice. She didn't she didn't even want to like honestly like uh acknowledge us. She must have been having a bad day. You know, everyone has a moment, but I'm, you know, she wasn't mean, but she wasn't nice. And here's the thing that I've learned is that in certain situations when you're the like more well-known person, you have yeah. the power. And so you have to like oblige that power and make people feel comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. I you hope, can change I the hope, dynamic. I hope completely. Brian's listening. Cause whenever we do shows on the road, Cody, I tell you, he, he treats the staff like the staff. That's what wow. I don't care. Yeah. Wow. So, you're a, per- you're a person yep. who treats a waiter badly. Aren't you? <laughs> no, no, I just he say absolutely. Yeah. is. <laughs> He you, just I, says, where's my food? Where's I just my food? I just 20%, though. That's what I, I do say, need to know. I say, can you come here? And then they, I, get, I need to whisper something to you before the okay. meal. And I say, earn your <laughs> As a veteran food server for over 10 years, I would probably have to smack you, but that's okay. I, I'm going to let it pass. What was the hot I, By the way, New I'm York totally restaurant. kidding. I no. also was a waiter for years, and I would okay. go crazy if someone Brian ever did something like that to me. Brian is a fabulous customer. And he's, good. An inc- and he's an incredible tipper. Good, but, good, but good. when he's doing a show, he gets very Bob Fosse. And if things are not going the way he needs them to, you know. I do. If you ever been- watch behind the scenes <laughs> of the making of The Shining, uh, Stanley Kubrick yelling at Shelley Duvall, that's my relationship with Rana, but only on the road. <laughs> Love it. All right. Listen, this isn't why we're here to hear about Cody's life. We're, we're here to, to help people. Because people need advice. I love helping people. So we're going to give some advice. What are you drinking? Water. Like, oh, we just, water, just water. I, it's because it's to... it's because it's like fogged that I was like, what drink is that? I thought it was like, um, oh, it's a Peloton is... water bottle. It is. It is a Peloton yeah. water bottle. Shameless plug. I, I love this water bottle because it's glass. Sure. So it feels, even though I hate this word, fancy. So I'll add one of those to my cart. 
for the go. end of this that you'll send to me, and then a Peloton. Absolutely. So, so well, I, I well absolutely. we are doing for our giveaway today. We're giving away a Peloton. A Peloton. Stop, shut shut up. up. Shut up. I will be a so Peloton mad. Peloton T-shirt. We're giving away oh. a Peloton. No, we're giving away some XOXO Cody gear. Oh. I don't know what it is yet. They're sending it to us. Oh, great. Uh, maybe Cody knows, but I don't think so. Because Cody's just well, I mean, from Cody's the Linda Evangelista. He has to get from one appointment to the other, and whatever happens when he gets there is what happens. He serves. We had his- to pay him ten thousand dollars to wake up this morning. <laughs> he serves his looks, and then he's got to serve to somebody 20. else. I actually thought it was funny. I'm gonna. Have <laughs> You're to, right. I'm gonna have to actually log off now until the check <laughs> clears. Venmo, Zell, I need it now. But you we got do- it. Zell, my God, Zell. we do. Uh, so we do a giveaway at the end, and we'll circle back to that and we just give it to the person who we think needs a little something at the end of our advice giving but we're going to be giving away uh some peloton stuff and i think we're going to give it away on uh we usually do an instagram giveaway too so this is like a scratch and stuff pay attention and there's going to be a trivia question there'll be a pop quiz on the instagram at the end of this uh so class is in session oh boy buckle up or clip in who exactly? There you go. That's Keep it right. on brand. Keep it on brand. Keep it on brand. Cody, do you really start every day with two glasses of water? Absolutely. Oh my God. I swear to God. And it is life changing. Like the first, I'm all about my morning routine right now because like she's been battling a little situational depression just from like the weight of the world. Yeah. And she's trying to connect back to her routine and have her day. And so the first thing I do is turn off my alarm but usually i'm up before my alarm to be honest and i run go into that kitchen and i drink two glasses of water it's so i like to picture you running to it though no 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 no. it's too early to be running no one's no one's no one's sprinting you know 30 feet that way i don't know if that's Fair enough. i don't know if that's real um 30 yeah, feet it, do you live in a palace i i guess see i don't know any sort of measurements like please don't please don't quote me um but yeah i drink a big glass of water every morning too and i don't know if it does anything but it makes me feel great i will say that i'm literally the first thing i do it it, for me it's like a kickstart to your system your body's like yes girl give me this water Mm -hmm. how much water do you think you drink a day anyway how many classes do you really do a day who oh classes well yeah pre okay so pre-covid i think i was doing like six to eight a week and now just because we're in a pod system and we want to, you know, yeah. abundance of caution and all these sort of things. So I think right now it's anywhere from like three to five a week. Okay. And then what do you do on your own? So I strength train with my amazing trainer, Brett. Um, and that's right now I'm, I'm three days, three days a week with him. And then I'm on my own like once or twice. And so is that, that's a run or that's a yoga or that's strength training? Strength training. So picking up weights, feeling that fantasy. That's my favorite yeah. way. To, that's my favorite way to work out. I just, I feel amazing when I do that. It is the secret to aging. I think also you have to be strong as Absolutely. you get, as you get older, you got to stay strong. All right. This is enough of this. Shall I read the first question or do you want to Brian? Go for it, Rana. Okay. Dear Rana Brian, an illustrious guest. That's you, Cody. This summer, I went on a few dates over the course of a month with a second-year med student, let's call him Jay, who was in town for the holiday break. I am in Fort Myers, Florida, sorry to hear it, uh, and he studies in Los Angeles. During our first date, he told me that during med school, he wanted to find his wife, excuse me, 
When Jay went back to L.A., we continued to talk, having virtual movie dates, and he invited me to visit him after his first round of tests. When we started seeing each other, I told him this would be a summer fling because just three months This would be a summer fling because just three months before we met, I was dumped on my three-year anniversary with the only person I had ever dated. Well, I just got back from that trip, and now I have all sorts of conflicted feelings that I am hoping you can help me pass out. I know that I need to directly ask him if he is looking at this as a relationship or a FWB situation. Friends with benefits. I'm surprised you knew that, Rana. Well, I'm not, you know, you can still teach an old dog a couple of new tricks. There you go. But my question right now is, now this is crazy. What am I looking for? What's she asking us for? How can we answer this? (laughs) You know what? (laughs) You tell us. Good, good response. I have my reservations about pursuing an LDR, long distance relationship. With Jay, because the final year of my relationship had also been long distance, albeit only a four-hour drive away. Rana, did you know Dr. Bob while he was in med school? Am I just jumping to the first guy that has been decent to me after a dwindling relationship? Jay always talks about fun activities that we will do together when he is in town for winter break and when I can visit again. I have had the best sex of my life with him. He was a clear he has a clear life plan as well as similar values and interests as me. He is funny, thoughtful, and so sweet. I just do not know how to weigh that against the reality of only seeing him every once every two months. Is the lo- is the distance worth pursuing? I know that I crave sharing my life with someone, but he will be in LA for at least two and a half more years. I don't want to throw away an opportunity with someone who could be really special to me, but he is so far away. Thank you for your thoughtful advice. Kiss, kiss, Matilde. Did she say LDR or LDS? She said Latter-day Saints. Yeah, she Mormon. Yeah. So she's already been thrown out of the church by admitting she had the best sex of her life with with this guy. But uh, LDR, long-distance relationship. Cody, have you ever had an LDR? Oh, first of all, wow. I was like trying to put all of the pieces of this situation together. Like I was like, wow, there are a lot of things to unpack here. (laughs) Have I ever had a long distance relationship? Yes. My dumb ass had a long distance relationship. (laughs) Um, My first year out of college. So I was 22, just moved to New York City and doing a long year, a a year long, long distance relationship. That boyfriend then moved to New York City for me. And then and that was in August. He was back in North Carolina by December. So (laughs) it's always going to be a fail, especially if it's the foundation of your relationship. Like if that's where it's starting for me, it's an absolute no go. Now, if you're maybe married to this person or been with them for a while, then we can consider the LDR. But for me, it's a no ma'am. Listen, solid answer. Um, Brian, you know, does she say where she lives? Fort Myers, Florida. Oh my God. So they're literally yeah. on the opposite coast. Bi-coastal. I guess I missed well, that. Well, first of all, he's in Los Angeles. I'd take any opportunity to live, leave Fort Myers if it was given to me. I guess, but I don't know that there's any, <laughs> I don't know that there's any direct flights, A and B with COVID. <laughs> and also like, I wouldn't want to change planes. And I have to say this, once every two months is only a fantasy. Why would you ever see the bad in somebody? 
There just isn't time for that. Um, so I would say the only way to give this a shot, if you really wanted to, is yeah. to talk to him about either you moving to LA or something, maybe not moving in with him or I mean, because I, I, I'm with, um, I'm with Cody here. I, I just, I think one weekend every couple of months is just how could that ever be bad? And how could that ever be anything but perfect? Okay. But what's wrong with that? I think part of the problem with this Nothing, letter is that we're getting I just wouldn't want her to close herself of, off. Yes, of course. Definitely. This should yeah. not be an exclusive relationship, but we are getting, she's getting way ahead of herself. She's doing that thing where she's setting the boundaries and deciding the rules and everything else. And then every minute that's getting crossed back again. So she mm-hmm. said to him, this is only a summer fling. I had my hat broken after my three-year relationship ended. I'm setting boundaries. I'm protecting myself. This is only a summer fling. Okay. Well, then she went to visit him. So now it's not a summer fling anymore. Now it's a, it's a wait and see. And the wild card is the good D. So let's also put that into the factor because... Correct. That, that, that can do a lot. That can do a lot of things and can change a lot of minds in any why don't sort of we see this situation. As, yes, why don't we, but why don't we also see this as a healing moment and something just for you that life threw in your path, not as where are we going with this? So you just got out of this long three-year three relationship with this other guy. You're obviously still hurt about that and you haven't sorted that out exactly. So why does this have to be the next long-term relationship? Why can't it be you met this fun guy, you have a fun time together, you're going to see him when you see him, you're watching movies together over Zoom, which seems ridiculous to me, but that's fine. <laughs> Whatever that is, a Zoom movie. I mean, come on if these are the kind of people we're talking about. But in any event, and you're having terrific sex with this guy. So unless someone else comes into your path, pardon me, in the middle of quarantine, which they're probably not going to, why not see him when he comes home and see, by the way, he's doing the exact same thing. He said he wanted to meet his wife in medical school, but now he's dating some girl long distance. That's, that goes against what he said also. These people are 24. I would also say this, like, why not just keep it bi-coastal like it is right now? Keep it loose, keep it fun, and book a ticket every other month or have him do it. And then you have something to super look forward to during this But you, you know, have to absolutely crisis. be open to dating other people. Definitely. definitely. Absolutely. And yeah. what is this obsession with finding a wife or a husband? Can I don't like, like that, actually. Straight, like, sorry, straight people. Like, chill out, take a breath. Like, you don't need to, like, you don't need to jump into these things. And you said they're 24? Oh, my God. My mother, well, that's my rule, guess. don't, my mom always told me, don't even think about marriage until you hit 30. Like, it is a not, like, don't even, don't even put it on the table at all. But how yeah. old was your mother when she had you? 22? No, she was, I believe, 32, 33, oh, really? and never married. So there really? you go. So you were, you're a single mother. Did you have a relationship with your father or not really? No, he died when I was very young. But oh, I'm, I'm sorry. A, no, no problem. I, that's life and that's yeah. how I was uh, raised. So I had a, a single mom and she was a cool mom. And that's, I mean. She sounds, she, your mother sounds like a lot of fun, I have to say. She is almost too, too much fun sometimes. You got to reel, you got to reel in Cindy, you know? <laughs> Can I say something? But sometimes Cody talks about Cindy picking him up at school and taking him to the mall Ooh, and, and saying she had a doctor's appointment and then taking oh, him to the mall. The best. Yeah. <laughs> she would be like, you want to play hooky today? I was like, absolutely. Let's oh, hit it. Oh, yeah. 
She's that's amazing. My mother used to call that a mental health day. She used to say, "I think you need a mental health day." And then that's we'd go fun. get our hair done and have lunch and go shopping and do everything very, else. Very ahead of her times. That's very millennial, millennial Gen Z talk right there. Brian, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, I think it probably is better to keep it this way, this way anyway, because this is just my experience. The wildest, most amazing sex comes from the craziest people. And this is my experience. And... Too much You're of that so is not young. necessarily a good thing. Well, I, by the way, I don't think they're having wild and crazy sex. I just think she had a terrible boyfriend before, and now she That's has someone true. who's and actually interested in having sex with her. Yeah, but don't cut yeah. it off or don't try to you know, intensify it. Just play it and cool also, and have fun. The reason it's good is because you you have this anticipation of looking forward to each other. That's exciting. And so That's the it, best part of all enjoy of that dating a of anything is having that feeling of yeah. getting excited to see somebody. Enjoy that a little. And if for some reason this goes on and on and 2 years from now or whatever it is, you think, "Wow, this is this really is my person and we're going to move in together then terrific." But the idea that you're trying to figure that out now is really too much. And I think most people would agree that when you're young like this, what everyone looks back on when they're a little bit older is, why was I so serious? Why was I so focused on how everything was going to turn out? You don't really have to worry about that, as Cody was saying, until you're in your early 30s, till you're 30 and you want to take stock of your life a little bit and say, what are we doing here? What's what's happening? Yep. And rent Mona Lisa's smile. Really? Well, because all those guys wanted to get married really young, and then all those women were inhibited. I don't think I've seen. That's not the Bob Hoskins movie. No, that's Mona Lisa. Yeah, I don't think I know Mona Lisa's smile. Is it? It's Lily, with your favorite. Star. Is it Lily Collins? <laughs> it's like Maggie Gyllenhaal, Kirsten Dunst, and but the star of it is your favorite, Julia Who? Roberts. Julia Roberts. Oh yeah, you know I'm not interested in her. She doesn't like Julia Roberts. Not a bit. Can you believe this, Cody? It's very clear to me that she's not a good person just from watching the way that she that the way is that she acts. Unreal, Ron. Yeah, that's my opinion. Watch five mm. minutes of Eat, Pray, Love, and ask yourself: Is this a good person? Cody's all, jaw the is the worst on the floor. movie to choose. My mouth is a gap. First of all, <laughs> you're not going to pick Eat, Pray, Love, the most like literally boring. Like, Cody, it took no. me about. 50, I only watched it last year. I'd seen all the other ones. My favorite movie, and I am not a movie person, so all these movie references sometimes go over my head that you talk about. Um, my favorite movie, one of two, is Closer with Julia Roberts, and sure. she is fantastic. That I love that. She and is. So, I like when she plays roles like that. I mean, it was a play before, like you, but it was sweeter, a movie. yeah. Okay, or yeah. Yeah. All, All right. right. I have one other thing to say. Doctors, medical students do this. This is a very common thing with medical students that they feel like they have to find their wife early because they know they're going to be at the hospital for their whole life. And we have received a few letters from people that say, "I'm dating a doctor that doesn't care if I live or die, Rana. What should I do about it?" <laughs> And so I'm 10 years we into have. a relationship with a doctor. I've got two kids and this guy doesn't care if I live or die. What should I do? And the answer is you married a doctor. But that's some, it is a red flag. This is what they do. They love to pair off and have everything organized. So when they're at the hospital, they don't have to worry about figuring out their personal lives. Got it. They're like orthodox Jews. Okay. I just need literally one second and I'm not even kidding. I just have to truly just oh, open this for Ryan, one. You know what? I know. I'm sorry. You're going to eat a bar? I'm only going to have a bite of it. And that's the cookies and cream bar. I thought you didn't like that. I don't, but it's all I'm left with, Rana, because you wouldn't take any of them. Do you want the cookie dough? Cody, do you ever eat a bar? 
it has to be like an emergency SOS situation. It's it's like so hard to digest and chew. And like most of the time you need so much water to to get it down. And you know what I'm not going to do in my own home is get ridiculed and lambasted. What about in my own home? Oh Oh, yeah, it is your point. Exactly. (laughs) You're in my, you're in my carriage house. How much do you eat in a day? It depends on the day, but and depends on how uh, disciplined I am in that day with my nutrition. How often are you eating Cheetos? Oh well, I um, <laughs> on the sad, on the situational likes, depressive Cody days. Likes a, literally, literally, Cody likes a childhood treat. He likes yes, a childhood I treat. I do love a childhood treat. So and, do I. Uh, Cheetos are self care to me. I, uh, I, I like. If I'm in a bad place, I probably shouldn't emotionally eat. But I like if I'm just like not feeling it that day, I will go and grab some Cheetos, or even go to the. If I don't have them in the house, I'll go to the bodega and yeah. get a twenty-five cent bag, which is probably the perfect portion for me to have. Are people are people stopping you on the street and saying thank you for your service? They are. They are. Yeah. I, I won't deny it. Uh, yeah. Especially well, it used to happen a lot at airports, but we don't go to those anymore right now. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it has been happening, and it was. It's funny because I live in a deeper part of Brooklyn, so sometimes I don't expect it. And like, I was literally dropping off a package at the UPS store or something like that, and some guy guy like passed me and like yells and like said something very sweet and uh, with tons of gratitude that left me smiling. So yes, it was. Yes. So you appreciate nice. being acknowledged in that way, or does it make you uncomfortable? No, it's fine. You know, um, no, I, I am, I've always, I've had to learn how to like a take a compliment and just like, you know, settle into it. Um, I'm a person that hates birthday attention. So it, I oh. kind of correlate it to, to that. Like I usually Brian hate that kind same. of attention. I hate birthday attention. Like, too. please like, don't just let me have my birthday by myself. But I know that people's energy is coming from like a place of gratitude and being impactful on their yeah. mental health, their physical health. So I have nothing but gratitude and it makes me feel really great when people share that energy. Yeah. As Brian knows, I don't like anyone that's a fan of mine. She doesn't dress her yeah. crazy. Does it look like I'm wearing rouge? No. <laughs> oh, okay. No, it looks like you're half dead though. Or just pinch your right? cheeks really hard, you know? <laughs> Yeah, uh, just, just get it going right there. Get some color okay. in. Okay, okay. Bri- Brian's going to read our next question. I'm going to just warn you, it's a little saucy. Ooh. Okay, question. But it's something you've touched on before, so I felt it was all right to ask. Who, me? Well, you. Or- I'm sh- you've put your hands all over this before. How <laughs> Cody's you, just touched on it as a subject, as far as I know. I got it. Okay. Okay. Question. No. By the way, no greeting here. No dear, no hi, no nothing. Question, not to be vulgar, and I know Rana has dubious feelings about M-to-M action. Well, I don't appreciate that. Well, do you, Rana? Man-to-man. Have you gone on, Have like I, I recommended- Have I man-to-man action? No, you, you told me to go on who? Corbin Co- Fisher, Sean Corbin- Cody, Falcon Studios. Did yeah. you go on any of those yet? I only went to Falcon Studios. Oh, and great. I thought, no, of course not. Oh, I thought it was terrific, Brian. I loved it. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. And now, next time I'm getting my bike fixed- I'm going to watch that Simon Rex video again where he masturbates himself. All right. Perfect. Go on. No, Not wait, to be is vulgar. there a video where there's someone Simon, do you know who Simon pressures Rex? himself do you on know a who bike? Simon, do you remember Simon Rex? He was an MTV <laughs> Honestly, VJ. probably, Cody. 
Cody, do you remember Simon Rex? He was an MTV VJ. The, na- the name is not ringing a bell. If very, I'm be very honest. handsome. And then it came to light that he had he had done a little uh, adult work. He had done. Yeah, he had done a little bit of side work. On his good way for up. Him. Good on for his him. way up. Yeah. Uh, good for him. Everyone I, needs no, an entry point. I am all about normalizing sex work. So, like, if that's what you're doing, like, get your coin, boo, and live your life. I hope they're having fun. Do we know Bye. the demographic? Do we know the demographic of who who watches the who's on Peloton and who's not on Peloton? Is it mostly dogs? Yes. <laughs> How did you know? Oh my god. Wild guess. <laughs> Specifically long-haired chihuahuas. (laughs) All right, go on, Brian. Okay, here we go. Okay. um, Okay, question. How do, basically, sorry, I lost my place somehow. I just turned 55, I think, is where we are. Not to be vulgar. Yeah. But what are your thoughts on dick pics? I just turned 55 and recently ended a long-term relationship. As I start to consider options for meeting people, they are slim. Bars and socializing that way doesn't have much appeal, and with COVID, is that even an option? As I explored Grinder, first of all, not great options in the middle of Kansas, but a few lookers, it seems the price of admission is a dick pic. I'm not a prude, but have never sexted, so only recently attempted capturing a pic. There must be an art to it, as I'm not capturing... <laughs> As I'm not capturing anything too compelling. Yeah. I'm a good-looking professional guy with an average-sized penis. While I haven't dated in a minute, I have eyes at the gym, and I measure up just fine in comparison to what's out there. Are dick pics okay to use? Pros and cons? If yes, then what is the correct lighting, angle, etc. to consider? Why whenever I type dick pic, does it change to duck pic? That's a very different request. I'm open to the more physical connection that Grindr might provide, but also open to meeting guys that maybe don't need a D-pic to move forward. Other ideas for online apps to consider would also be appreciated. P.S. Not looking for a relationship anytime soon. I actually love living alone. Just in a D-pic quandary at the moment, I thought you both, but especially Brian, might have some thoughts. Please don't use my name or ask for a D-pic. I'm not prepared. Although I have occasionally sent a random D-pic I find on the internet when asked. Hmm. Well, that's fraud. But the jig is up. I need to figure out if I'm the kind of guy who will actually send pics of my junk out in the world to strangers. Thanks. Single in Wichita, Kansas. Well, I feel. That if you're on Grinder, <laughs> you need to have one. This is the marketplace. That's what you feel. I don't think it has to be a public photo, but you just have to have it in your back pocket, depending on what you want. Oh, because Cody's Grindr making is, a face. Cody disagrees. Because Grinder is transactional. Uh, uh, I okay. for the most part. Uh, we're, I'm gonna. N- for, for, I'm gonna speak for myself. It's Please, a, it's, it's obvious. It's non-optional. It's not. I mean. It's not happening for me. Like even when I was single and had it, I was like, I'm, I'm not happy. I'm okay. My approach was, I'm gonna de- describe it to you, but I'm not going to send it to you, and you can, you can see it in real life. That was like when I was single, but I'm in a relationship now. So, um, for the, would you ever receive them, or do you not want to go there? Would people send you them? I was, look, of course, yeah. I mean, yeah. You can't stop I, them from sending it, them. As long as it was, no, uh, but see, that's the thing. It needs to be consensual. You need to say, you know, I. True. So person A and person B, if person A asks uh, for said item, then you send it. Or I'm you with say, you there. I don't think someone should just I send, send it. it. You know, obviously maybe in sexier language than may I, but like, you know, may I send you this uh, 
portrait. Dear sure. sir, dear you need sir. To, you need to give consent <laughs> either way. So don't just be sending random ass pictures of your junk to people. That is a no-no in the 2020 world and, and post Me Too or mid Me Too movement. But do people like, do it all the time? But not. do people do that all the time? Just send a picture with oh unsolicited? God, yes. Yeah. Not even, yeah. That's like the do. first thing. Not only junk, but the rump and very... Very like before hello sometimes. Literally before 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 hello. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess you know exactly what they're looking for in that case. They're yeah, saying I mean, want this, yeah. not yes, no. Though here we also know there's fraud going on on Lots. the Grinder app because this Stealing guy's sending other people's pictures. That's shameful. I think people do that. Like, oh, I, they I, do. I, yeah. I have a friend, I have a friend who what a waste not of time. Right. I have a friend who used to do that because he himself said that he wasn't really packing, so he would find other pictures to send to other gentlemen. But, that wasn't uh, him. Yes. Unfortunately, though, I think that it's a fraudulent uh, engagement, shall we say, because yeah. what you're saying is I have this to offer. And plus that person but, may have traveled all the way to you. Yeah. Do you know what I How mean? How about like, the cab a... fare? How about Ex- the Uber? Are you going to pay exactly. for my Uber home when I get home and find out you have a micro penis? Exactly. I took yeah. the subway all the way from downtown to fucking Washington for Heights this? for that. Yes. I'll, and I'll be taking your Metro card on the way out. Thank you very much. Uh, my my thing yeah. is work with what you've got. You know, like, let's be honest and find what works for you. So, yeah. you know, maybe if you are working with the not so much endowment you might need especially in the gay world you might just need to be a really great bottom you know i would also (laughs) i would also say really good at that like why can't we like just do that a few givens like you should obviously take it when you're aroused because i don't think there's anyone wants to see something let's talk about exactly what he's supposed to be doing with this picture because i know you both have you both have feelings about lighting and angles and everything else yes let's give him a little art direction yeah well i think you should be aroused and i think if i I don't think so i think it should be you should be flaccid as hell and i think actually after a cold shower (laughs) is best just take a really cold shower and just go for it you know yes surround yourself with ice packs (laughs) i think i think that um i think that what you need to part of what you need to do is a selfie stick probably and just take a bunch like i think you should do close-ups you know what i mean i think you should do um angles laying down and just like a shot from above or a shot from below i i think you should do one from the side i mean i think (laughs) I think if you just play around with it, you'll get one you like. I don't think there's necessarily, I don't know any tricks to like make it look great. I don't. You probably need a mirror. Think so the phone is usually a mirror. You can yeah, you can I take the picture true. yourself. But yeah. you know, maybe this is a practice in self-love. Like, you know, like enjoy it, explore your body, yeah. you know, like love what you got, work with the angles, find something that you feel really good about, and get a bare skin rug. And then ask, ask for consent and see if said person, you know, giving you some good feedback on that. Also, if there's one online or if someone sent you one that you think is great, try to copy the angle. Just oh try to do what they I, did. I do that with Instagram pictures. Like I'll be like, I'll save Instagram pictures that I like. And I'll be like, oh, I'm going to kind of like, you know, I'm inspired. I'm inspired by the art direction. So, yeah. Boom. There you yeah. go. I think you that's some very practical advice. But also what you were both saying basically is, you know, if you're not a dick prick person, you don't have to be. 
Oh, yeah, totally. Why not use a little imagination? But I do think, look, maybe I'm crazy, but I do think being honest is important about what you have and what you don't have. So if you need to steer the conversation away from that, then go right ahead. But yeah, yeah. anybody that's that's opening with a bam, hopefully hopefully that's what they're really delivering when you get there. It's been a minute since I've like... You, I've never really used any other apps when I've been single except for hookup apps. Like, I'm oh, not yeah. single now. Not like but a, I've never done like a a relationship. A dating, no, 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 no. Have no, you? Like, okay, I was gonna say no, I wish I knew some I'm apps on, that were taken more seriously. I guess than I'm not against them. I'm just saying in my past life, like that, like if I was on apps, it was for um, business, fun, you know, fun. Yeah. But uh, usually, I'm a person that. There's, you know, there's something about the like first moment or how you meet somebody. And I think yeah. that's really important and sets energy. the tone. Ener- yeah, energy. And that's what you kind of get off. <laughs> Not that kind of get off. You you get from someone in the initial reaction. And I think for some reason, there's something really, really special about that. Um, like, yeah. Connection. There's an app. I mean, there's Scruff. But I'm not I against it. I'm not against like no. if you if you're someone who wants to date online, date online. I've you know I've I think I've met a couple that met on Grinder and they're like married or something. So like I've known people like that. Yeah. yeah, I know Scruff is another app that I think is a little more open in terms of age and that sort of thing. Yes, I think I um, believe so. Yes, yes. I it's think a it's a little bit not edgier. It's not a little bit edgier. You know. Yeah. And also, is I Scruff just, the bears? It can be, but but not exclu- not exclusively. Not I would exclusively. say that if you were to stereotype these, Grinder is like smooth, WeHo, that Se- kind of thing. Young, sexy characters. And Scruff would be like Silverlike. It's okay. that sort of oh, like okay. the Hip, vibes. Yeah, More but of a but there's a lot in between beards, things like that. Correct. Yeah. Also, people I that just, have shower toys today. I just read about an app called um, Hornet, which is really popular in. The Europe and in, um, especially by the way, in Turkey and Russia. Oh, excuse. Well, I wouldn't get involved in that. You'll end Ooh. up on a cargo oh. ship straight well, to somewhere else, and well, what they that'll what be that, the this, end of it. What this particular app does is it <laughs> divides it into sections of like hookup, friendship, relationship, which I think is kind of nice. So then you can kind of dip into whichever one you're looking for. But I think Grinder and Scruff are still the two most popular. I don't. I've never used Tinder, so I don't know anything about it. Yeah. Okay. Dear Rona and Brian and guest, I love the show. I'll get right to it. I have a reoccurring nightmare and I'm wondering if you have any insight as to what it means. Here is some background. I'm 25. I'm a 25 year old female. I used to dog sit pretty often for various families while they were out of town, mostly friends of my parents. I haven't dog sat since I started living alone about two years ago. I would say that generally, I am a dog person. I love animals and am a vegetarian. I'm generally responsible and on top of things. Now on to the dream. In the dream, I realized that I was supposed to be dog sitting, but have forgotten. I was supposed to start watching the dog days ago, and the dog has been alone without any care for days. Are they really doing this to us right now? Then I rush to the house to make sure the dog that I have forgotten about is still okay. Usually the dog is fine and I just feed it, let it outside and move on. Sometimes I wake up before I get to the dog. I never come across a dead or starving dog in my dreams, but I always wake up feeling panicked and guilty. I have no idea why I keep having this dream. 
I never forgot about any of my dog sitting jobs in the past. I probably have a dream like this once a week. Do you think it means anything? I appreciate you reading my email and look forward to your sound advice. Kiss, kiss, dog sitting dream. Well, this person has been thrown out of the carriage house. That's the first thing. (laughs) They're not allowed to write to us anymore, and they're not allowed to listen to the show. We're going to answer their question, but they're not allowed to listen to the show anymore. Fair enough. Cody, we don't do dreams. We certainly don't. <laughs> I will say as far as hearing about a dream, which is the most boring thing in the world, hearing about someone else's dream, that was a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty good. Cody. Cody. What's the question? What are we what are we what are we getting into? The question Does her dream is, about abusive behaviors yeah. or neglectful behaviors with dogs? The real question is, what's your anxiety dream? What's at the root of it? And why, and how do you move on from it? I found out how to fix these anxiety dreams or a theory about it. But anyway, Cody, But Cody, you have one. So what is it? I I actually talked about it the other day in one of my classes. I have this reoccurring dream that I never finished college, that I, it's the end of the year and I'm like, don't have all the credits that I, that I need to graduate. And it has been, and my, my friend slash Peloton colleague, Maddie Majacomo also has the same dream. We bonded over it like literally last week where I was like, I have that dream too. Um, so that's my reoccurring dream. And it always leaves me the next day, just like not, not unwell, you know? Um, but dreams are dreams. Like they're, they're just like jumbling, jumbled up images and memories and sounds in your brain. And just take a breath, drink your glasses of water in the morning when you get up and keep on pumping, you know? Yep. I also have the school thing. Um, mine's high school. but Very yeah. common, yeah. Yeah. But what I had read, because I, I actually never considered this, that if you have a terrible dream, it really does affect you the next day unless, Throughout like you day. just said, Cody, unless you do something to stop it, uh, to sort of like – Either if, if it's a meditation or, you know, the drinking the water, doing something immediately that really makes you feel good, um, which you suggested. Also, though, I read something. Actually, no, Aaron told me about this uh, from some, you know, they have these like scientific dreaming journals that get published. Apparently, if you really take the time during the day for like 10, 15 minutes to just use your imagination and detail and make a different ending to that dream, it can really Hmm. soothe it to where it just isn't that strong anymore. Like if you just rewrite it while you're awake, apparently it it actually does help at night with the, with the dream again, that it's, you've already rewritten it. And so now it's just different. Does it have to be this, does it have to be that day that you have the dream or like it could be, I don't think so. So that, that's a great meditation practice. Actually, Mm -hmm. you just sit there Breathe. Use your imagination. Wow, I, I love, I love that. I'm gonna. Yeah, it I'm sounded pretty cool. That. I love that. Cody's teaching meditation classes on Peloton. Sure Good for you. Just so Nothing you know. is better. Nothing is more helpful. Than oh, it has changed out. my life. I mean, I started, I, I started meditating after a breakup, uh, like four or five years ago, and then I was, you know, I've gotten so into it, and it's been such a part of me. I went and got uh, certified to be a meditation teacher, which included a week long silent meditation retreat, which was one oh. of those challenging but rewarding oh things I've ever done and yeah so you were quiet for a week can you believe it I couldn't no. believe it either like did, did, I don't think I even I even I don't even think I spoke in the bunker and let me tell you I was in like a summer church camp quarters with like the flimsiest bed it was a and I shared a bathroom with a 70 year old man so <laughs> was it Nexium? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Cody, were you running the meditation retreat in Albany? 
at Nexium? Is that you? <laughs> was not. I bet this was in the Berkshires. Berkshires. I, thought you, I thought you were talking about like cholesterol medicine. I thought that's what you were actually oh, referring no, to. No, Nexium, Nexium is a uh, acid reflux medication. <laughs> whatever. Okay, same. But, whatever. But that. Nexium is a Nixium, is a sorry. sex cult in uh, Albany, and a lot of people are watching the show The Vow right now on HBO, oh. which is about that cult. But he was branding. He was branding these girls, and they had to they had to. Uh, Pledge allegiance Crazy. to him. And then one of the Bronfman sisters, who Seagram's Bronfman heiress. is the same as Seag- Seagram's heiress, a big, uh, you know, and Alcohol. also they owned Universal uh, for a while and a few other things. They were bankrolling this thing, and she was just sentenced to six years in prison for oh, this she was? situation. Claire? Yeah. So you can, that's a fun uh, New Yorker piece, Cody. Something or New tells Times me because if Allison Mack is under house arrest. Cody, if you ever see like a Mac attack, or whatever her username is in your class. <laughs> Just pay attention. Yeah. Noted. Noted. Don't call it. Don't give her a shout out if you see a back attack. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Um, look, um, here's the situation. You have anxiety that is unresolved. Everyone does. Everyone is, has anxiety in their life. And what you do during the day and whatever you sleep, hygiene, routine, et cetera, affects how, what kind of a night you have. But there is a subconscious to all of us. And we, it's just like anything else. You can't keep shoving it down and shoving it down. You ha- if you want it to, to change, you have to confront it and deal with it. And whether that is during well said, a meditation yeah. practice or whether that is really stopping and having a moment and saying, what's going on here? And I mean, the one thing that makes me laugh in this is where she says, says that she, she, never, she never did forget a dog. She doesn't know why she keeps having this dream. This is not a literal problem. Okay. This is a problem of, and I also think in sometimes, sometimes these dreams you can see as a gift, which is, these are the dreams. Sometimes these are the dreams of people that have ambition to improve their lives. So unfortunately, anxiety is a negative reinforcement of that. But what it's also saying is I want more, or I feel dissatisfied with the way that I've been doing X, Y, or Z. And so it's sort of like this deep subconscious reminder that there's something that you either need to work on or something you're working towards and that you just have to find a way to put that into balance a little bit. So sometimes these things, even though they feel negative, you could see it as a positive. That anxiety is, is important. It's an important thing. You have to have anxiety. You have to have fear. You have to have adrenaline, all of these things in order to live a healthy life. But it needs to be in balance. And so when it's getting out of balance is when you're having this dream once a week. That's really too much. And you know what? If you're and if you worst, have a therapist, you got to talk to your therapist about it. I mean, come if on. you're definitely if your worst nightmare is doing something neglectful and it's shaking you up, that really means that you're in reality a pretty wonderful person. If well, that's your worst, it's a terrible experience. feeling because what it, it's a it means you're a person that cares about other creatures, other things, etc. And so if you are a person that cares about people beyond yourself, it's a horrible feeling to think that you have disappointed or damaged or harmed a a beautiful little dog or whatever in some way. Mm -hmm. And so I think what you're saying is exactly right. It's you're a nice person, but you may be giving yourself a little bit of a hard time. You know what I read and I love this quote. It's one of my favorites, but I don't know it exactly. And it's by Plato or Aristotle, so I'm not quite sure who said it. Could be Suzanne Thomas. 
It's not off the table. <laughs> Good people think bad things. Bad people do bad things. Yes. That's Plato, I believe. Plato. You guys are slaying it, by the way. I, I have literally <laughs> nothing to add to this because you're just like saying everything that I would say. So well, well done. I'm Cody. I saw you when advice. Rana was talking, and I get like this sometimes too when she's really on a roll, and it's like she's I I was checking all the boxes. A, like, I was gonna like throw in a work bitch or like yes, girl. Like uh, no, but, like, you were like wanna, writing. I saw I, you I, on that. I, bike. Did, I did not want to like interrupt because she was really like I, I know. serving serving the children as the they would spirit say. hits her. I know. But this yes. is something that you both think a lot about. And I have to say, you know, we're joking about this. We're joking about that. Okay, Cody played Danity Kane in his ride the other day. Nobody, oh, no, yes. nobody knows why. Nobody oh, knows why. Oh, I know why. why. Which song I did you play? To, I had to text him. Stopper. It's such a good song. <laughs> and I'm, I'm still. I'm it's the still, only song. Well, they no, got another no, one? They, no, it's not. There's heart, uh, heartbreak, heart, uh, heart, uh, heart uh, <laughs> damaged. Damage. There we go. Yeah. Wow. I really. Cody, I are you getting that. on a plane out to Palm Springs? And are you going to pick Aubrey O'Day uh, off the floor and figure <laughs> this out? You gonna help her get real? together? I, I cannot leave the tri-state area, so like, no, I can't get on a flight. But she's having a tough moment. I don't know if you've seen oh, the pictures. I know. I don't yeah. think that's her. I, I do, and I've been concerned about her Instagram for quite some time. I've my uh, I yeah. I looked at her Instagram for like a year ago, and I was like, who, I said, who, where, who, and where are her friends? Because if I was posting yeah. these pictures. I would be, I would want someone to be concerned about me and be checking in on a, hey, Cody, how, how are you? And I don't think anybody in her life is now, checking in and saying, I don't know how are you? anything about her bio, but I get the feeling that she's the kind of person who sent a lot of money to her family for a while and that nobody ever checked on her. She seems like she's, oh, that why just is made she me so sad. By, I know it is, but why is she quarantining by herself at a hotel in Palm Springs? She's been there for months. Sounds rich, but I don't know. No, it's, it wasn't that nice photo. But they, but it, <laughs> and I also have to say this: Palm you know, Springs for me too hot after a weekend. Yeah, gets too a little hot. sad. Yeah, but anyway, for me, where where are you in the free Britney mo- uh, movement, Cody? I listen. I am not a lawyer. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I just want Britney to be happy. Yeah. You know, I you, do. Do I do do me a Britney fan think there's some sh- shady business going on? Probably, but I am not well educated in it to know the facts or what the facts are. Just want Britney to be happy and to you know feel feel good, live so. her best Co- life. Cody, what's best your life. favorite song to play right now? Do you have one that's like oh, a right just that gets now. everyone's energy up or anything like that? Well, I love Midnight Sky by uh, Miley Cyrus, but that's just new. That's like a new song. Still, though, I would prefer new. I, I need something on my playlist, so maybe I'll it's download it. It's so good. That. It's so sexy, and it has that, like, it just has, like, this little skosh, this little this little little bit of 17 by uh, Stevie Nicks in it. It gives you just oh, enough to I be like, like a little- oh, I know that song, but then it, like, pulls back, so it's really good. And I'm really feeling Miley's, like, rock 80s mullet. She's She's back. She was, like, gone for a minute for me. Like the whole Malibu era, I was like, oh, girl, get away with this. But she is back, and she is really giving it to me. I've always liked her, I have to say. People make great music when they're in a breakup. Adele, Miley, it's yeah. just, it always Amy comes Winehouse. out great. Sure, Beyonce, Lemonade. There you go. All right, it is time for our giveaway. Are you kidding? We're already well, there? Wasn't that everything? Yes, it was. Did it just I miss flew anything? by. Cody, that was so fun. You didn't. You didn't. I'm just, I, I just had so much fun. Uh, Me too, honestly. Okay, Cody. You didn't sound that enthusiastic at the end there. Do I have to make a decision? (laughs) 
Well, of course, yes. so, you get to you get to go ahead, Brian. Tell them how. No, this please, Rana, you do. You, no, you do no, it. I already told them at the beginning. You it's do the XOXO recap. XOXO Cody is what we're giving away some stuff. We're from giving there. away some stuff. Yes. I don't know what it is yet, but it's all very okay. cute. And you know what I loved, and I'm sure we're not giving it away because I know this stuff has been flying off the shelves. Was I thought the white sweatshirt was so cute with the uh, black XOXO and the red hat. But yes. I'm sure. Sh- but I'm sure we're not giving that away because I know that they've. So- I think they're pretty much sold out of some of that stuff, Cody. Yes. Yes. I would like to add one of those to my cart. Okay. Babe, so now we're at the Peloton, <laughs> the water bottle, and the sweatshirt. And a sweatshirt. How about a pair of shoes and maybe a treadmill as well? I'll get I like all for you. What's you know? going on with great. the Peloton treadmill? Do I need it? I want it so badly, but yeah. I just don't have I don't have space in my apartment. So yeah. if I ever move, I want it. So it's so sexy. Like it is a sexy piece of equipment. Is it what is it's and I'm like, not big it, on running, but I like I like the component. I I, I would want it just for once in a while, and running. then you can do those classes on it. Also, can you use yeah. it as just a treadmill? Also, yeah, there's like a, a free mode that you can that you can definitely yeah. just run on it if you want to. But I like I I'm not I'm not good at running, so I like having the class and the motivation and someone totally. telling me to go. So it it you know it, I get to ride the bike and it do it for work. So it's um, that's your fun time. I, yeah, well, it's just like the bike is not the same experience for me. Like yeah. I just do it so much. So when I get on the tread, I totally get it. Like I'm like, oh, this is what people feel like when they take my class. I'm like, oh my god, I love this. So, yeah. so it resonates with me in that in that way. When we're are you doing strapped like- into the treadmill? Huh? <laughs> are you strapped into the treadmill? Yeah, it's like says no. Milan. They put oh, you no. leash. They put you leash on the handlebars like the dog whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to run for 25 minutes. <laughs> Ron, That's I my favorite. You. He just, you know I love that. Whenever he puts the dog on the treadmill and says, I'm going to go have dinner, I'll be back. And then the dog is so exhausted at the end, it just goes. To <laughs> well, sleep. that's what they do in like Arizona because they can't walk their dogs at night. It's still too hot. Oh, well, yeah, but yeah. the dog doesn't get to walk. It's just hooked up to a fence. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Listen. Okay. Cody, are we giving yes. those products to, is long distance worth it? Or- Dick pick mm. or dog nightmare. Who deserves it more? Um, I like this guy, but I'm in Fort Myers, a place Rana would never go. Or uh, I need to get the right dick pick. Or um, uh, I have, have a recurring nightmare and I, I can't seem to shake it. Okay. So I need, I, I need to make a decision right now, correct? That's, that's yeah. what sounds really you, you want to okay. email us? No. no, I'm just you know, I'm just saying. So <laughs> go the, with your the, gut. It doesn't the, matter. The, the podcast I listened to, you 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 spoke about regional problems, which I have completely stolen, by the way. I have <laughs> snatched that into Is my it, vernacular. She so really blew my socks off that day, hard. I have to tell you. Every time I start hearing something like that, I'm like, <laughs> that is such a regional problem. Yeah. And but I you just, know, that guy wrote back to us and he said, you're absolutely right, Ron. I am a regional flight attendant. And I don't know how you knew it, but it, <laughs> I've never been so blown away in my yeah. life. The worst like, grandma, the wow. worst grandma. I have really used that. And, you know, um, I believe that regional problems that they might be fixed by a, a XOXO Cody t- uh, sweatshirt or T-shirt or tank. And I think we're going to go with a I think we're going to go with uh, LDR. I don't know what I'm doing because let's be honest, that probably is going to end soon. And she's going to need a very warm sweatshirt to cozy up to in these winter cold nights. But it is Fort Myers. So I don't know really how cold Also, if she ever Zooms or FaceTimes with him, she could wear it and he could be like, who's Cody? Who's Cody? 
And she could be like, but no, nobody. He, gave, he literally gave me this sweatshirt. He gave yeah. me this sweatshirt. <laughs> yeah. So this is his. This is his sweatshirt. He oh, left, he's, this is his he sweatshirt. He left it here. That's he right. left it here. Yeah. That's right. He had it made just for me. I think that's a great idea. All right. I think that's a great idea. Rana? Uh, well, I was sort of leaning towards uh, the recurring nightmare because I think that that's a person that needs a new practice in her life to get rid of some of that anxiety and that the water bottle could be part of that practice or whatever it is. But we gave her a lot of nice advice and a lot of very practical advice. And I believe, Cody, can people go on the Peloton app without being Peloton members? Oh, you know I love a shameless plug, and they absolutely can. You can so take, they can you know take that. your meditation All of class, cla- meditation classes, strength classes. You can yeah. take classes. Wow! You can take it on the app. Yeah. There's a free trial if you've never check taken that it out. before. You should, you absolutely should. I don't know what the the days of the free trial are. At this yeah, moment. but it's a month or whatever days. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah But yeah, after yeah. the thirty days, you can just add that to my cart to Cody. Just absolutely, however long the membership starts. Absolutely. Are. I'll just give you my login information. It's okay. actually totally fine. Cody, I know you have to go, dear. We're going to do our cliffhanger without you. We absolutely adore you. This we was love. so... Thank you so much. And I hope Where you Where can people mind. find all your things? Oh, yeah. Cody Rigsby on Instagram. Where else? Okay. At Cody Rigsby on Instagram. Yeah. I, I, I'm a Twitter uh, reader, but I'm not a Twitter engager, if that makes any sense. So don't yeah. even worry about Twitter. Uh, and then, of course, the Peloton app bike. You know, like, see me there. Get out the free trial if you haven't done, done so yet. So... Boom. That's my shameless plug for the day. When you do Sweet. the sh- when you do the rides, do you feel that you're on stage? Absolutely. I mean, as a dancer, it's like, it felt so natural yeah. to be like on it on the stage and like it be if I have a shitty day or a crappy day, like it will yeah. turn me all the way around. So yes, absolutely. You're Love a it. wonderful performer. Thank but you. But I, I have to say, I don't know how it works. I don't know if there's an algorithm where they zap you at times during the ride that you're supposed to say something or not say something or what's going on. If you're a prisoner and you live at the Peloton studio, I don't know how it works. But there are moments throughout the ride where you give either gentle reinforcement or strong reinforcement, or but it always comes... You're never expecting it, and it always comes at the right moment. And you always have a kind word and an encouraging word. I love that, and I love the combination of how authentic you are and how much you talk about yourself as well. Cody worked at Structure. Oh, sorry, didn't work at Structure. He shopped Hell at yes. Structure. It, who did He shopped at Structure, worked at Express Men. <laughs> or Express, actually. It was, there was no men. It was he Express. gave a shout-out to Cold Stone Creamery Sizes the other day. Okay, that's like what we're it, dealing with. Love it. Fabulous. Gotta have it. <laughs> Great. All right, dear. Go to your thing. Thanks, thank Cody. you for being with us. Oh, we adore you. you. Kiss, thank kiss. You, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Have a wonderful day. Shall we do our cliffhanger, dear? Let's do our cliffhanger, Rana. I forget who's... I think I'm reading it, right? Anyone can read it. This is free thing. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll um, forge ahead. Dear Rana and Brian, Patreon sauna member here with a question for the French, friends of the Carriage House. Okay. Love you. I live in a small metropolitan city in the Midwest. I've been listening to your podcast religiously, especially during these months being stuck at home due to COVID-19. I'm always in need of a good laugh. I've been extremely diligent about social distancing, staying home as much as possible, etc. I haven't seen family or friends in six months. Long story short, I have a relatively public job with my community, within my community. Think Amy Poehler and Parks and Recreation. In normal times, I'm regularly at press events, ribbon cuttings, and being interviewed by local news. Too bad we don't have Mike Shuron to answer those. True. Yeah. I've never really had any interest in dating and have spent most of my life investing in my professional career and less on my personal life. But the months of self-isolating led me to finally make the leap and join a 
quote unquote or quote reputable dating site to put some feelers out. Okay. Parentheses match.com if you can't say a specific business. We can. In general, I'm relatively I'm a relatively private person in regards to my personal life. I find it kind of important to compartmentalize my professional personal lives and I don't discuss relationships with my colleagues. And I would guess the office places bets on my sexuality. Okay. On day two of online dating, I surprisingly matched 100% with a local girl, whom on paper was perfect, enjoys the outdoors, medical professional, loves dogs. There were percentages when you match with someone on an I had no idea. I I guess so. Okay. We chatted and exchanged- I would never get a 100. It could never happen. Honestly, Rana, I can't argue that. You're the only person I could match- Probably 90, 96% with you. That's probably true. I yeah. think we would but match. But I couldn't, couldn't get to 100. Yeah. No, we would, We would. they would put us at 72% or something like that. You know, yeah. I'm just going to say it now, otherwise I'll forget, even though it. I don't want it to be a tangent. Rana, all I can do is picture you as a Peloton instructor and motivating people with just your looks that you give them. Huh. Like, okay. work, you, could work, you could be working a little harder. Yeah. Oh, you're not, you're not looking forward to this interval? Yeah. What does that say about you? Yep. That's not really the Peloton vibe, though. They're very encouraging. Yeah. You can open your own then. <laughs> Ronaton. We'll talk about Exa- Ronaton. Ronaton. Yes. Yeah. We chatted and exchanged numbers. Uh, we texted and talked. To- okay. So this is the, I'll start this paragraph over. Yeah. On day two of online dating, I surprisingly matched 100% with a local girl whom on paper was perfect. Enjoys the outdoors, medical professional, loves dogs. We chatted and exchanged numbers. We texted and talked on the phone for a few weeks. I shared about my life and job. Overall, the conversations were nothing above a PG rating. There were some red flags. She admitted the need to impress. For example, when I asked what she studied in college, instead of simply answering, she sent me a screenshot of her college transcript showing a double major and graduated (laughs) magna cum laude. Do you say lauda or loud? Laude. Okay, magna yeah. cum laude. She also was very interested in my area of work, and frankly, after 10 to 12-hour workdays, talking more about it was a bit exhausting. On a Friday night, okay. two weeks of communicating, she asked if I wanted to come over for some backyard drinks with a few of his friends. She must mean her friends. Yeah. I declined. Hello, COVID-19. She was pissed and told me that I clearly wasn't making this a priority. Hmm. I recoiled over the weekend and didn't respond. When I reached out the next week via text, the response I received was, you ghosted me, so I guess I will send all of our text messages to your coworkers. And then she blocked me. My colleagues are much more public figures than I am. I'm not worried about losing my job. I'm actually being considered for a promotion. But now I'm paranoid that my personal life drama could potentially affect new opportunities and become a subject of discussion. Not only am I cemented in not dating, especially online dating, I would love to know how you two very known, very well-known Marblehead residents would respond and react. In these COVID times, how can singles start dating if in-person interactions are limited? Help me actually trust. Kiss, kiss, Tiffany. Well, if you think I know exactly what that question is, you're wrong, but we're going to unpack it on Patreon. Yes, we are. Patreon.com slash askrana. $5 gets you into the carriage house. $10 gets you into the sauna. Yeah. And I gotta I gotta tell you, that's where all the visuals are. Oh, yeah. And that's where all the, the some bonus stuff is. It's well worth it. Well, let's not re- forget to remind people 
that uh, for the Carriage House Book Club, <gasps> of course, coming out on October thirtieth. Brian has promised to dress as one of the characters from the book that we're reading, da- Rebecca by Daphne du Maurier. Oh my God, I'm and absolutely so, going to dress. If you don't not have sauna privileges DeWinter. for that, you're crazy. I'm not going to dress as Mrs. De Winter. I'm going to dress as the who is that the the villain? I forget her name, but she's the one who drives Miss uh, Rebecca insane. Or no, not so, Rebecca, Mrs. De Winter. There you go. Okay, this has been fabulous. I it really enjoy has. you, dear. We'll talk you. about the treadmill because we might have to put it in your room. I'm not what? sure I want it in the gym because then if I'm in the gym what? on the bike, you might be in there using the treadmill at the same time. Yeah, that would be fun. And I don't think that's where we are yet in our, in our quarantine. You know, I don't like to be in the gym when you're in the gym. You don't think we're there yet? Rana, we've been doing I this don't. for months. So we may not get there. Sometimes you don't get there. You know, that's part of life. You just don't get there. I mean, I... <laughs> I guess I'll just have to think about all that. Yeah. Okay. I'll change your mind. I usually do. Looking forward to it. Me too. Okay. And frankly, you still owe me all that money. So actually, you could get oh, the no. treadmill. I've, you've at least earned a treadmill and beefsteak tomatoes at this point. There's no question. Yeah. I think you're right. But don't forget, Christmas is coming up soon. I'm going to do my trade of ho-ho-hos. You know, I don't, need those. Don't think I don't know. I already have. <laughs> I'll get you the ho-ho-hos. And then I have a pretty oh. extensive I yeah. meant to ask Cody what his favorite pop tat was, because I and I knew that he would appreciate you eating the pop tats with the cream. That, well, we're coming up to the one year anniversary of that. We are as well. coming up. If you all <laughs> forgot, if you haven't stuck with us for this long or haven't listened to old episode, we are coming up yeah. on the one year anniversary <laughs> of me buying boxes of pumpkin spice pop tarts, <laughs> toasting them, and then being so eager to eat them, I. <laughs> Cover them in heavy cream. I 100% think Cody could have related to that. I do. I think he could have too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Kiss, kiss, dear. Kiss, kiss. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.